In the previous video, we went through the basics of getting to the Action 3D Compositor. We also looked at the basic controls of Action, as well as some basic 3D compositing. Let's pick up from where we left off, and start adding a few more components, such as a logo graphic, a layered Photoshop file, and a 3D model. I'll select the viewer with the Action Schematic, and change the View menu to the Connect Effects Schematic. In the Action Controls, switch to the Media menu. Here you will see a button labelled New Input. When you click it, it will add a new media load into the ConnectFX schematic, and the media list will be expecting some new footage. In the Media Library, I will click and drag the multi-channel source clip that I imported through the Media Hub in an earlier video. You will see that this source node has two outputs. I'll connect the fill output to the red input of the media node. I'll also connect the blue alpha output to the blue matte input of the media node. Selecting the action node, you can see how the perspective viewer shows the 3D logo now as part of that 3D composite. Let's place the X-Balls logo behind the gladiators. I'll select the perspective viewer, and switch the View menu to the Action Output. Also select the ConnectFX Schematic, and press Escape to go back into the Action Schematic view. If you don't see the nodes in the schematic, you can use this really handy tool for panning the schematic viewers. The Navigator. Press on the keyboard shortcut, and the Navigator will appear in the viewer. Now pan over to the new nodes. Double-click on the Axis node, and in the Objects menu, you can push the logo behind the gladiators. I'll also position it slightly above their heads. If I scrub the time bar, you will see the gladiators move in front of the logo. I also have a layered Photoshop file that I would like to integrate into the composite. Before I go any further, go to the Media Library, make a new folder, and give it a name, and remember to select it. When the Photoshop file is imported, all the layers will go into this selected folder. Go back to the beginning of the composite, and switch to the Action node bin. This node bin contains all the various objects that you can load into the Action 3D Compositor. It works in the same way as the Effects nodes you have seen earlier. Scrolling through the node bin, you will find a node labelled Import. Double-clicking on this node takes you into the file browser. Here you could choose the type of file you want to import, by using the pull-down menu at the bottom of the screen. Using the small folder window, you can navigate to the folder where you have the PSD file. Select it, and Action will load the file into the Action Schematic. The file is loaded into Action, and as I mentioned earlier, the selected folder in the Media Library contains all the layers from the file. Use the Navigator to pan over to the new nodes. The structures of the Axis nodes are very important. The top node controls the group, and each layer still has its own axis to move individually. Pay close attention to the arrow on the connection between the nodes. Usually, the arrow on the connection 
points away from the top node to all the other nodes in the group. We refer to this as a parent-child relationship. Double-click on the top axis node and in the object menu, move the group in front of the gladiators. You may want to adjust the vertical position as well as the scaling. I'll also grab the versus axis graphic and move that between the gladiators. So that looks pretty good. But now I've decided that something more needs to be done with the logo. Let's replace it with the 3D model. I'll go back to the action node bin and double-click on the import node again. This time in the file browser, I'll change the pull-down to FBX. This format is one of Autodesk's 3D model interchange formats. This format can currently be exported and imported from most 3D applications currently available. Selecting the FBX logo imports it into action. A new set of nodes has appeared in the schematic and the model can be seen in the result viewer. Now I'd like to position this 3D model at the same coordinates as the original flat logo. To do this, I will hold down the shortcut key and drag the axis of the flat logo over to the nodes of the new 3D model. All the position coordinates of the flat logo are in this axis node. To apply the same coordinates to the 3D model of the logo, simply click and drag a connection from one axis to another. You will see the 3D model snap to the flat logo in the result view. If you want, you could also select the original axis node of the 3D model and offset it like I did with the graphic layers in the Photoshop file. You can now right-click on the flat image node of the logo and choose to hide it. This is just a quick example of what you can accomplish using Action. You could also retexture the 3D model as well as create your own 3D text with any font you want. So go ahead and explore at your own pace. Having a closer look at the result view, you might notice artifacts either in the layers or on the edges of the layers. The objects in the 3D composite are sitting in 3D space but the 3D renderer is confused about the render order of the objects. To resolve this issue, switch to the Priority menu. This shows you all the objects in the composite in the current render order for the Action 3D render. To fix any issues with incorrect render order, press the Z Sort button. You see how the edges above the gladiators have been fixed. The last few things before setting the render settings are the lights and camera. Let's quickly place one light into the scene. In the Action node bin, double-click on the light node. A light object is added to the composite and you can grab it and move it around the result viewer. Select the Action Schematic viewer and switch the View menu to Action Views, Top View. Going into the Object menu, the light's position can be pulled closer to the camera either with the position sliders or directly in the top viewer. I'll change the color by clicking on the color pot and going slightly off-white. Secondly, I'll adjust the light spread to create spot lighting and you might have to reposition the light to cover the area with the spot. So you can totally stylize the look and feel of your composites by experimenting with lights.
To finish the composite, let's animate the camera. Go to the first frame and turn on Auto Key. You can click and drag the camera and the result view will update with any changes you make. Scrubbing to the last frame and adjusting the camera will keyframe an animation. So there you have it. A composite mixed with flat images, a Photoshop file and a 3D model. Let's quickly set up the render settings for ConnectFX to ensure a high quality render. The first setting you have to adjust is anti-aliasing. This is the smoothness of the edges in the composite, particularly with rotating objects and 3D models. You have a choice depending on your hardware configuration. Switch to the ConnectFX preferences. If you have a semi-decent graphics card, then you can enable hardware anti-aliasing and the graphics card does the work. Alternatively, if you switch into the Action Node preferences, under the Render tab you can set the software anti-aliasing. If you want to preview any one of these settings you have chosen, you can click on the Preview button in the menu bar above the main controls. The final setting you have is whether Motion Blur is on or off for this action composite. You have control over samples per frame and shutter speed. Just be aware that you can animate this, so you might want to turn Auto Key off before trying different settings. Once you're happy, press the Home button to return to the ConnectFX default layout. You can now keep adding node effects after action and carry on building on top of what has already been created inside the Action Compositor. To render, you can either press the Render button here or exit ConnectFX and do your render in the sequence. As I mentioned in the first Action video, we'll have a series of videos dedicated just for Action in the coming months. In the next video, we move away from images and briefly concentrate on audio and some of the tools available in the sequence.